Hey there, we're Tali and Ophira Adut, identical twins and astrologers. Welcome to Astro Twins Radio, where we bring the stars down to Earth. This week, love gets serious and supersized. It is January 22nd to 28th, 2024, and let's get into the weekly forecast. The action starts on Tuesday, January 23rd. When Venus, the planet of Amore, changes signs for the first time since December 29th. It's been in Sagittarius, kind of making everyone a little bit prone to a wandering eye. And now it's going into Capricorn. So Capricorn likes serious long-term planning. Capricorn wants to know where do we stand and what are we going to build together and what is happening here? So, and Mars, the other love planet, is already in Capricorn and has been since January 4th. So now both of them are there till right around Valentine's Day. Mars is leaving February 13th, but Venus is here till the 16th. So if you were hoping to put a ring on it or whatever age of Aquarius version of commitment, whatever that looks like to you, this is a very favorable time to talk about the future with someone or even make a move toward it. Or if you're single and you've kind of, you know, been wanting to figure out what your 2024 love plan is all about. Well, of course, you can read our 2024 horoscope guide for a little uh, advice and direction. But we suggest putting some things in action with Capricorn, Venus and Mars and Capricorn, you know, you can look ahead and work backwards. It's kind of like having a cosmic love coach for yourself or make that two. Cast the viewfinder out, maybe six months, a year. Where would you like to be six months from now? Okay, well, what milestones do you need to achieve along the way at the halfway mark, at the quarter mark? What could you do every week? What could you do every day? And it's not just romantic relationships with Venus. It's all of your relationships, including with yourself, your body, your self-care, your kids, your family members, your friends. So really putting some rituals or traditions or uh, patterns in place like, okay, we have Taco Tuesday. That's a really bad one, but <laughs> you know, whatever the... Uh, we have a no, we have a phones-free dinner every Sunday night or right. every night. We go for a walk every Sunday morning and pick up a latte, whatever it is, just that quality over quantity. But it's quality time in a sequence, in a repeatable, systematized pattern. That's Venus and Capricorn in a nutshell. Now, I would will say that Venus and Mars and Capricorn together uh, will bring a lot of creativity and momentum to business, which is great because this is our first full week of the Sun and Pluto together in Aquarius. So uh, we're going to have, you know, a lot distracting us. And and now Venus and Mars and Capricorn can help us stay focused and committed. Of course, you know, it's not going to be all work and no play. Yep. On Thursday, we've got the first full moon of 2024. And it's Leo, heart-centered, playful, passionate Leo. And it's really about courage and being bold and taking a chance. So even if this Capricorn and even Aquarius energy is a little heady and detached and cautious, Leo is like 
screw it, do it, you you know, take a leap, use your heart, not your head, and just follow it. And let everyone see you. <laughs> yes, it's all, all your glory, whether you're, it's like, whether you're like the messiest reality star or, you know, the, or you have talents that you have been, you haven't been sharing with the world. If there's ever a day to roll those out, it's almost like this is a talent show and an early Valentine's week in one. I always think that Valentine's Day has a calendar error because it happens right at the end of Aquarius season. And Aquarius is a sign of friendship and casual connections. But just a few days later, four days later, the sun moves into Pisces, which is the hopeless romantic. So if we could just scoot Valentine's Day forward about a week or less, we would all be in so much more of a romantic instead of a rebellious mood. So I am voting that you do your early Valentine's celebrations this week, Thursday, that's always a great date night or night to go out with friends, galentines, palentines, whatever you want to call it. This Leo full moon is all about unleashing that playful, fun-loving, passionate spirit. Okay, but there is a little caveat to this year's Leo full moon. True. Because, you know, the new moons and full moons, we look at what are called the aspects, their relationships, their angles to other planets. So like characters in a movie, they're in a scene together that day. And this full moon is at odds. It's at a square, challenging 90 degree angle to Jupiter and Taurus. And it's opposite Pluto, secretive Pluto. So you know, a little bit of holding back, strategizing. You know, I know we just told you to let it all hang out, but maybe practice, rehearse in the mirror, do a few trial runs first, plan out the outfit, make the reservation, come prepared, don't completely wing it. Um, now, we have come up with a new way of talking about the new and full moons this year. We are calling each one each one has been assigned a garden because a lot of times you'll hear astrologers talking about planting seeds at the new moon, harvesting, manifesting at the full moon. So the Leo garden is a garden of joy. So we are going to be harvesting from six months ago when there was a new moon uh, late summer in Leo of 2023, we're going to be harvesting from that period of time. That was an interesting time because Venus was retrograde in Leo. So there may have been some misconnections, some, you know, love-lorn moments that got, you know, that you never quite got over. Well, there could be a joyful reconnection for a lot of people. Uh, maybe timing is on your side now. Or if there's something you really want to go back, like, oh, I wish I would have said that. I wish I didn't do that. And you need to kind of really express your appreciation for someone that maybe you kind of gave the cold shoulder to or projected onto. This Leo full moon on Thursday, January 25th offers a chance, a do-over where appropriate. We're not suggesting you open up any toxic cauldrons if you really do need to let of someone but you know maybe you forgive yourself or you do some he a healing ritual or really gratitude for what you learned about yourself one of my favorite uh rituals that i recommend which is 
a great one to do with a Leo full moon is to write a letter of apology to yourself as though it's written from someone who hurt you. The one that they are not enough in touch with their higher self while on this earth in a body to ever write to you, you can still write it. And, you know, I don't know if anyone remembers the old, um, now at this point, it's probably almost 20 years old, that movie, What the Bleep Do We Know Anyway? It's still an amazing movie about the mind. And I always remember this part where they talked about the same, if you're running a race as an athlete or watching, you know, with like VR goggles or whatever they have, you know, just watching someone run a race, the same they, the same muscles will start to fire, whether you're actually running or, or feeling like you're experiencing that person. So I believe that we can get the same kind of download of healing by writing that letter to almost like you're channeling that person's higher self so you know dear you i'm so sorry that i couldn't be the person you wanted me to be it wasn't you it was whatever version of that i've i've written a few of those and so release yourself from this obsession uh over that person basically you just you gave me my 2024 workout plan Ufti. i'm gonna watch races you'll never see me run the only way those muscles will fire is with vr goggles on but we're really gonna be i mean we probably all will need to move our bodies because there's gonna be so much energy this weekend especially saturday uh, the Sun and Jupiter are forming one of their two annual squares, which is like, so the Sun is like big, big energy, whatever, you know, and it is ruler of Leo. And that's on and Saturday. Then, yeah, Saturday, and it's squaring Jupiter, which is the maximizer. Now, a square is a 90-degree angle. It can be very challenging. It can also be very dynamic. So there's going to be a, a a desire to make everything big and powerful and you know an impulsive energy that same day uranus ends a five-month retrograde that began last august 28th uranus rules electricity our life force energy our innovations it's that it's a lot of pent up and i yeah. i said this in the monthly uh podcast we have to be careful when uranus turns direct or goes out of retrograde because there's a lot of repressed rage and just off energy that does get released so i want to i want to put a warning label i mean the sun jupiter square will unleash a lot of egos and big talk i'm actually glad that's happening on a saturday so nobody <laughs> ends up at a pitch meeting hearing someone break their arm patting themselves on the back or being oversold over promised and under delivered but that could happen if you go out and meet someone like oh my god i just met the most amazing person and they're full of crap so yeah but uranus retrograde has coincided with uh you know shootings and that sort of thing almost every time so i now feel just responsible to say when it happens not to not to end the week on a on a scary or downer note, but just be be careful when you're out in public uh, over the weekend and around the full moon, because there could be just some people who are out who are not well or who have just are hitting a breaking point. You have to let that energy settle. But on a positive note, if you are being careful, 
with everything that you do, then just it's a great day to also unleash your wild, innovative ideas and let your let your individuality come out. And I would, I, I would meet for a power brunch, actually, if anything, or maybe have one at your house. Host a host one because Mercury, the savvy, strategic Mercury and go getter Mars, are are conjunct, meaning they're at the same degree of Capricorn on Saturday, which is an awesome day to really. Uh, work through some plans, do some mind mapping, some strategizing, some, you know, not just vision boarding, but actually like a winter whiteboarding session on Saturday. <laughs> I, I per Maybe it's my Capricorn rising, but I personally love working on a Saturday sometimes when like all those ideas that you didn't have time to put down. This is my creative side, really. But like, you know, during the week, you're interrupted by meetings and calls and emails and things and then you have this full expansive spacious day to just be as creative as you can and let the ideas really build into something that is the perfect use of at least a one small block of time on saturday and sunday too because sunday is going to be like powerful but but it's like we've got venus and jupiter those are two called mythics the most positive, helpful, good-natured planets. And they're in a trine, a harmonious angle to each other. So Venus, when Venus and Jupiter get together um, and in Earth signs, it's like it's one of the it's always one of the best days for love and friendship and connection and creativity. So uh, and Venus is magnetic. Venus also rules the magnet the magnetizing of money. It's in Capricorn, which is about resources and wealth, and Jupiter is about abundance, and it's in Taurus, the sign of money. So, but it's not going to come from sitting down at a desk the way it would on Saturday, because I would suggest yeah. getting out and like getting the idea machine whirring. You could be at a museum, you could be on a road trip with a friend and hatch a genius idea. That's true. Yeah, just be out, be out, like soaking up inspiration get out in nature too i mean they're both an earth side True. so this would be a good ski snowboard winter walk hike you know whatever just get out into the wide expansive jupiter loves big open spaces venus loves natural beauty so yeah it's a really busy week in the stars so you know, and, oh, and I will just add one thing. It's a Sunday that Venus Jupiter trying for people for love. It's another you said it's Valentine's Day. True. And also, but it's the kind of day where you can finally have those big conversations where any it's kind of a say anything day. Jupiter, Venus is diplomatic. Jupiter loves the truth. So like it's a day where you can really share what's in your heart with someone and say those outrageous you may be like oh my god I was so afraid to tell you that but I but you won't be outrageous because they're in earth signs so you'll be able to you know share the big feelings but in a grounded way so okay. audacious audacious audacious. Aud yeah. audacious and centered at the same time it's it's a great so this is a really busy week so in summary of what we just said <laughs> sum it all up sum it all up you know we've got love planets in capricorn so love and creativity and friendship 
need plans, need rituals, need traditions and continuity, rapid follow through. It's not just a one and done. That was the greatest thing ever. See you in a year. Let's, you know, let's see if we can put something in the calendar that's manageable, doable and repeatable. We've got the Leo full moon on Thursday, big feelings, uh, the sun, Jupiter square, Uranus retrograde. So the back half of the week, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, a lot of energy, a lot of egos, a lot of passion, a lot of uh, reactions. You want to manage your way through that and just keep your, you know, keep your bearings. If you're around someone who's overly activated, just separate if you can. And then, you know, white winter whiteboarding on Saturday, capture the ideas and a big Valentine's Day uh 1.0, 2.0, or prequel, let's just say, on Sundays. So that is the week, and we'll be rolling into February soon. Can't believe we're already at the end of the first month of 2024. If you don't yet have our 2024 horoscope book, please head over to astrostyle.com slash 2024-books with an S. We're putting all these links in the show notes. And we do want to tell you about something really special that we're offering this year for the first time since 2019 and for the first time ever in this way. If you are somebody who wants to integrate astrology into your business or simply learn how to read charts masterfully and confidently, we have something for you. Our Become Your Own Astrologer certification program will begin on February 24th. We have limited spaces and we're taking applications. For years, you guys have been asking us, when are you going to teach us astrology? Well, we used to do that from 2013 to 2019 at this amazing retreat in Tulum, Mexico. We would bring 20 women um, and basically take over a amazing Shambhala Petite Hotel right on the beach. Those of you who are there will remember the magic fondly with us. But unfortunately, you know, we could only fit 20 people there. So we've decided to turn this into something with, you know, a wider audience for everyone around the world. And we would love it if you're hearing the call, if you apply uh, we are already filling up spaces, but we do have some room left. Astrostyle.com slash BYOA dash apply. BYOA stands for become your own astrologer, because that is what you will be able to do by the end of this eight week course. Astrology is something, you know, we're still learning. We've been doing this for 30 years basically now, and there's always something new to learn. But there are fundamental things, planets, signs, houses, degrees, aspects that are part of reading any sort of chart. And we have figured out a great system for teaching that that anyone can understand. So we hope if you're here in the call, you'll go fill out the application and we will be back next week with more Astro Jams. See you then. As always, thanks for listening. You can discover more of your star power at astrocell.com and be sure to follow us on social at Astro Twins. Join us next time for more cosmic fun.